0: Hey, do you like movies? Do you like music? Do you like video games? How about hanging out and having a good old nerdy time? Well, have
1: I got the show for you? Take it away, boys! I'm Deadman. I'm DJ. And I'm the Mustard Colonel. We're the host of V-Team Network. A nerdy podcast about movies. Music. Video games. And almost anything else we could get our
0: hands on. Come hang out with us every week.
1: As we discuss
0: all things nerdy. Find us on every major platform you listen to
1: podcasts on. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Progressive.com. Christian meet. No, I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs)
1: The VT Network. Search on any of them. Thank you very much for listening. And by the way, guys, that that was a really good idea, hiring the Bonville guy to do that intro.
0: I didn't hire him. I didn't hire him either. And no one hired me. I broke into Colonel Mustard's house to record this. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. We are Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis and the world. With me to my right is BJ Robbins. How are you doing today, man? Awesome. How are you? You were once half of a top ten podcast in Indianapolis. You are now the host of a must-listen movie review podcast. And you're also a friend of the Juice of the Morning show. How do you feel taking the uh, seat of Johnny over there?
1: Well, I am sitting in my own Game of Thrones <laughs> chair, so and I'm in my own studio. Yeah, so you so. feel comfortable, right? Yeah, I'm. Like I said, I'm next to the board, running everything. Uh, back on camera, not a huge fan of that. <laughs> um,
0: you're very far in the back, though, so don't yeah. worry. Like you're you're pretty far away from the camera.
1: So I'm happy with that. No, it's <laughs> good to be here. I'm. Um, we worked together the other day right. uh, on the um, help produce the. Uh, the uh, NFL show that you did with uh, my co host, uh, RB.
0: Yep. We're going to be doing a weekly pick them. Um, each week, we're going to pick our uh, winners and losers of the uh, NFL season. So basically, what we did was we went through every game of week one and picked who we thought was going to win. And we gave a little bit of a snapshot of, you know, kind of the background of the game, pa- background of the players, things like that. It actually went really well, it went really smoothly. Be- like, RB like is really a lot better at that than i think he like gives himself credit for
1: no it. he gives himself a lot of credit for it <laughs> um but it what i liked about it was it wasn't
0: overbearing in detail like with stats and and whatnot
1: no i mean because is it, it, yeah i mean you want to do some stats and things like that win loss record you know if you want to look up and be like you know what how, how did they do in division last year green bay where did they finish you know and things i get that but i don't you know i mean there's a difference between a football show and a fantasy show yeah fantasy show you know you want to break that down and everything like that but no i like i enjoyed it because it's a it anytime you do a pick 'em show and then next week you can kind of rag on the pick'em show right like uh, you know especially if you have your like game of the week that you you're you're winning the week guarantee that you have right so. Well,
0: shit, I was already wrong with the uh, the Packers and the Bears game. That just did not go the way I thought it was going to end up. And, you know, I, I'm already down 0-1 to, uh, to RB because he picked the Packers. I didn't even watch the game. Yeah, it was, it was it was pretty boring. I mean, but the thing is, is like you were so jazzed up for football to come back because we are, you know, huge football fans in the Juice of the Morning podcast. And I know RB is a huge Colts fan. So that's kind of like where we were going with it. We just, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something that I thought would help out both shows. Um, because I just want us to be able to, you know, try to v- showcase our personalities a little bit more. It's another thing that we're even doing tomorrow. Uh, the Thunderwolf podcast and whiskey wagers and I are going to go out and we're going to shoot some guns tomorrow and I'm going to do some video for it. Um, I'm thinking about picking up some Tannerite. Really? Yeah. Going to blow some shit up. We, I'm, uh,
1: yeah, Thunderwolf. I listen to that, that. That I always enjoy those guys, um, and and those guys always have. Uh, There's uh, his social media
0: is hilarious. Yeah, Jacob's Jacob Serber is taking full control of their Facebook, and it is very good.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's 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 sometimes it's I don't think people sense the sarcasm. <laughs> no, you have to you have to separate the sarcasm. But I think
0: that's what his that's what he's going for. He's going for that uh I feel like half troll but like half being serious and well, also making sure people don't get butt hurt over a little the, snarky yeah over the comments that that are made um but yeah we're doing that like i said to showcase kind of our our personalities like we're all you know uh i guess fans of firearms um that's something that's a that's kind of shared throughout all three shows but one thing that you and i have in common quite a bit is what you are doing with the movie review podcast and that's movies film and television things like that so that's what i wanted to jump into right away and just like kind of talk about movies television things like that so what are your ideas bj just starting off on the current state of television and movies um movies is I, we had a marvel hangover and and if you listen to
1: the show this summer Box office was down, I think, two percent, even though Disney carried it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we have Joker coming up, and obviously in October. Are
0: you are you excited for that one?
1: Yes, I am. I it's already. So I was on Twitter um, yesterday, or I think it was today, reading an article from a lady who says that we should not, and she's a writer for um, uh, comics and stuff like that, said that we should not be having that type of movie come out now. I and, think it's and a glor- good time and, glori- and glorify it, right? About a man if suppressed and becomes a homicidal maniac. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's a fictional character, right?
0: Well, and the, this is like aside from any any of those feelings and things like that. The idea that I had just recently watching the trailer was like, oh yeah, that looks like a really cool movie. But then I'm trying to figure out what's wh- where's the arc because there's no superhero trying to stop him. Is the arc, the whole thing of him turning into that character? And then, so then what's the falling action? Like, what's the conclusion? Like, how does it, like, I'm just kind of curious as to how it goes. And maybe it ends up being amazing because of what I heard on your guys' show that it got an eight-minute standing ovation. Yeah,
1: I mean, we had Red Hood, which gave us an origin story, which is a cartoon from DC. Um, And that one, you have to watch it. It's awesome. Um, I've watched that one. yeah, Yeah, and that's a good one. But, I mean, I love origin stories. Um, but this is the, it's directed by Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips in the hangover. So, you know, Todd kinda, Phillips is awesome. So, you know, he has kind of a dark sense, sense of humor. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. Um, Terminator. Not so much. Yeah. Um, star Wars, rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's supposed to tie it off. And then a new set of three movies are supposed to take place after that.
0: I'm. I am curious to see how that goes. I am a. I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Uh, I watched. You know every single one of them. I went through the um, back when they were <clears throat> getting ready to release the first, second, and third one in like what was it? The late '90s, early 2000s. Um, that one, my uncle took me to. All, like they re-released all of the old ones. Yes. In theaters, so he took me to see all of those when I was really young, and then we went and watched all the first like three together too. So I have like a. Star Wars is really close to my heart. Not necessarily will I say that the most recent ones were the best Star Wars films out of all of them, but I don't. I actually look at them so fondly that even if people don't like them, I like them. I enjoy them. Um, even the you know the stuff that people didn't like about the uh, Luke Skywalker and the 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 milking of those like weird animals on his uh, on his island that he just disappeared to. Like I actually like. Still enjoyed that entire movie. I was never at a point really bored with that movie. Now, if you flip over to solo, there were times that I like was noticing myself, you know, kind of separating from the movie, not paying attention. So, but I always have what I think is like my uh, hottest take on the Star Wars films, which is the um, Rogue One is the best one they've done since they've been doing the the new Star Wars movies I
1: just there's I, I think the problem was it just they tried to do what Marvel did obviously mm-hmm. um with all those different um how do I say it like you had universe you had, you had yeah you had your own universe and they and they tried to do then you had rogue one and then you had obviously then go into the story with the new Jedi and mm-hmm and then you try to do then you try to do solo and so you try to have like all this origin and, and coming then, out at the same time. And then but no matter what people are, are going to and what's bad about movies is you ask me how I feel the state of movies it's I honestly feel like it's it's a um it's still a hate culture. Right. Which basically means it's just like no matter what comes out like people are looking for anything, a reason to hate it. Yeah. I mean they are. And when something's good they're like and then <clears throat> Joker came out good and then people are like other people are like looking for things that was wrong with it it is a movie it's yeah. it it's it's a way to transport yourself into something for an hour hour and a half and get away from everything and they're,
0: and they're looking too much into the outside things that go into the film
1: and if you're worried about a movie making someone go out and do mass shootings all you have to do is watch the news and actually get like real life like they don't have to like watch a make believe. Well,
0: that's I mean that's what was a Dave Chappelle special? Well, and they the, talked about the, uh, the
1: Colorado thing. The guy dressed up like the Gulk in Colorado. and Well, and, and
0: he talked about the the person like you're doing these trainings at school for the kids to make them safe during a school shooting. Yeah, the people you're training are the people doing the school shooting. So basically, that person sitting over the corner, looking like, "Oh, you guys are having people go over and funnel into this area. Perfect. I just, know exactly where to go. Just
1: look for the kid taking notes, <laughs> Just taking notes, sitting back there. Yeah.
0: No, I the, one
1: of one other things I'm excited to see is Honey Boy, um, yep. which was by Shia LaBeouf and the Peanut Butter Falcon. Did uh,
0: you see? Is that that's out, isn't it? The Peanut Butter. The Falcon? Peanut Butter
1: Falcon's out um i like that i like this story and then um honey boy is basically a semi-autobiography of. doesn't that shia. look
0: fucking creepy yeah and it and but i think it's good though that we're going to be able to see that
1: yeah i went down a shia rabbit hole i watched the interview that he did and what he's doing now i like shia labeouf and i do too and i know that rb doesn't right well and there's no reason i mean he because of the he was in um he doesn't like transformers well, we all like transformers when it started like the first movie came out but i mean michael bay made it and michael bay has been bad for movies for a
0: while <laughs> i love michael bay that's why i, I would love to come but, on and like argue with you no
1: like no that. and i get why people like him because he created certain certain motion capture certain lens flares certain the lens flares man and then people watching stuff fly over their head yep. and they're like oh wow and it boom. But the bet, you know, the, the the um the one Bumblebee came out and it was actually the best received yep. one, and he had nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Bad that Boys Three sense. trailer just came out. How do you feel about Bad Boys Three? It, it's, I mean, it's a, it's the same formula. Will,
0: Will Smith kept up with his training regimen. Uh, Martin Lawrence did not.
1: No, he does no. not look good in this movie. But the good thing is, is in his character in the movie, is married with kids. Yeah. The same way I am. So that I mean, he followed that path. But <laughs> he just it, looks so bad. J uh bad boys three basically it's following the same formula i mean it is it's it's an action comedy well, i
0: mean the the point in that trailer that made me be like i'm i'm still excited for this movie but i also got a little bit uh i want to say jaded about it was one more time one more time and then they fist bump it's like come on how many times has he told martin Lawrence one more time and then he goes and shoots a bunch of people it's like a battered wife <laughs>
1: he just keeps getting sucked in yeah he keeps getting shot and, and he's the butt of a lot of the jokes he gets shot in the butt in the first movie <laughs> i mean the first movie was amazing uh tia León was in it yep uh she tia was Le- leone tia, yeah she was uh, i
0: always want to correct you guys during the whole movie review like this i thing. think you're doing it on purpose really but sometimes, <laughs> I, I,
1: sometimes i sometimes i i think about it it's because you know and i go through and get everything for the show prep and you say things in your head and then it's like you want to go to google like how do you say this name and right I'm like,
0: eh. but like, no it's actually like i said it, it would almost be even better if it became a running joke of like intentionally well you notice now when right? i say something i'm like yeah whatever it is and just move on like <laughs> like, like i'm like we're not friends yeah like, well and and i will never i'll never i'll never give uh rb any slack on him saying Mimi instead of memes i will always rb i love you you're letting us use your uh studio but man this is that just cracks me up every time i like will literally laugh out loud while i'm driving when i hear him say i it. just ignore it and move on um <laughs> uh, but no what one point i wanted to make because uh, i knew that we were going to talk about film and television i have a feeling about television that i think it is giving us more interesting and watchable content than film is at this moment in time
1: well i mean you have the strength of i mean you have um the I think the Irishman, Martin Scorsese. It will be released. I know it's a movie in theaters, but it's also going to be on demand on Netflix.
0: Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that. That's awesome.
1: So when you go through and with Disney starting their own channel, their own channel now, and they're coming out with a bunch of different television shows, of they're going to take
0: over media just like Amazon's going to take over the world.
1: I don't. I but see Netflix can give you different options. Disney a lot of time. Disney is saying, "Hey, we have the formula." We're going to give you what you want. I mean, do I, I don't really don't want to watch a Hawkeye television show or a Scarlett Johansson movie. I,
0: I, I think it's going to get – I agree with you on that, too, because I think it's going to get kind of like when Netflix was doing all of the um, street-level heroes. Like, Daredevil, to me, was awesome.
1: But, see, they won't let him go rated R on Disney. Right. Like, The Punisher is – they shouldn't have canceled it. Like it Punisher, stay on Netflix. The Punisher was great. Jessica Jones was okay. I did enjoy that. I really like Jessica Jones. Um, she was great in her TV show that she had with um, uh, uh, James Vanderbeek. Uh, okay. It only had two seasons. I don't remember. I didn't. It was m- called the It's called the B in 23B. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. But it that. was hilarious. Uh, James Vanderbeek played himself. Okay. And, and it was one of those. I'm like, it's canceled. That's cool, though. I um, think I should check it out. Because people didn't get it because then it's kind of like the real snarky or yeah. Um, And then um, Luke Cage... Mm-hmm. I just kinda like got bored Luke with it. Cage first season though, when he Wu Tang starts playing and he throws his hood on and he goes into that place and starts throwing people out. Like when they like they mixed in the music from Harlem really well, the hip hop really well. And I thought it was great. I thought first season, but then they they but you're right though, muddy the waters is because now you have all four of them together. Yep.
0: And then Well uh, when they killed the bad guy in that too, uh, now I'm gonna get shit for not remembering his name. Um, the guy that's uh, won the the I think he won the Oscar for Spotlight. Uh, what was his name? The the basically the bad guy in um, Luke Cage. I just can't remember what his name is right now. I know what you're saying yeah, but either way, <clears throat> when they killed him, that like show kind of went like down for me, and that was like mid season. You know, spoiler alert: if you're getting ready to watch Luke Cage, you know the bad guy dies in the mid the the main bad guy dies in like the middle of the season. I, and and then they did Iron Fist, and that bombed. I didn't even watch that.
1: I really had no interest. I did like. I love Origins. I watched it, but I mean, Punisher had me
0: hooked. Yeah, Punisher like, was good. I do like. I did like Punisher. I mean, I mean, I just think that. I still say though that Daredevil was better, best out of all of them. And yeah, but, when Punisher showed up in that that, show, that court scene, was awesome. Yeah, and he just admits that he is crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, and then um, you have uh the The main villain in, in Daredevil, who's a great actor,
0: uh, the uh, D'Onofrio. Yeah, great. D'Onofrio. Yeah, great actor. I mean, dude, he, he has played so many good bad guys. It's insane. Like he's just a huge man that they. And he was a an law and order guy forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, that's that leads me to like kind of like some other questions that I had, which is like what are some like, cause film and television will influence our thinking and maybe kind of change how we view the world. Is there any shows or, uh, movies that have like kind of influenced your thinking? Like maybe even you noticed after you watched it, you're like, Oh, I think differently about this kind of stuff now.
1: Um, spotlight, obviously. Yeah. Um, the big short, big
0: short that, but you lived in the midst of that, didn't you? Like I, during I, had, that? I, had,
1: I had a house issue with that.
0: Yeah. So, because that movie, I loved that movie because of how it was shot, how it went, the storyline, everything, kind of even learning about what was going on at that time. But at that time, I was like, I was poor living in college. Like, Too I didn't. Big to
1: Fail is also the same thing. Really? It has Topher Grace in it, and um, I, can, I can't I can think of the other guy's name, but it's the same, but it shows you what's happening inside the White House at that right. time during during that. Which and, is
0: so insane because it was wild to like see people knowing that things were not gonna work out but being like up oh, that's fine like you know whatever and at the
1: end the, the the bankers kept the bonuses and, yeah and then there's there's still some of that housing stuff that's going on watch the big short it's it's amazing how you could literally buy buy bet on housing market to fail right and then if you're wrong you have to keep paying points on it yeah and christian
0: bell was great in it uh brian Gosling, but steve carell was phenomenal <laughs> isn't he like he's surprisingly an amazing uh dramatic actor and everybody just knows him as michael scott from the office
1: um another thing i've been watching is you see right there on there uh, up on the screen it says john ham breaks down his most iconic characters i've been watching that whole I series Have to get into this uh, it's phenomenal i watched seth rogan in in you were talking about how things that made you think differently was Seth Rogan was like during that time when they tried to make super bad, like they started writing that in high school. I know. And he was talking about how like we, we see these like comedies, how they are. And like, that's not what we want to do. Right. So,
0: well, and that's like, I mean, that's another thing that kind of leads me to one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about in this episode was, do you think that there is going to be an iconic comedy coming anytime soon? Because I feel like I, I can't remember the, the most recent iconic comedy that I was like, I mean, super bad's kind of off the top of the head. That's like one of the most recent and it even had some drama in it and stuff like that, but very little. It was mostly comedy and dick jokes. Yeah. Is there a possibility? Like, is it just kind of the way the, the world ebbs and flows? Like we're just not in that time period to have that kind of comedy.
1: Well, all right, so to me, an iconic comedy would come out. They can't do it. It's something like Blazing Saddles or something like, right. something like that. Where you're like, okay, like, like, so you're just going. to – It's like a Chappelle stand up. Um, just say what you want to say. Like, there's fun. There's something funny in everything. Yeah, <clears throat> and we have to get back to that because we're taking we're taking ourselves too seriously, and we don't want to offend anybody. Which. There's a difference between offending somebody, like trying to offend them, and there's another thing. That was like, hey, you can make light of this, right? But we're we're afraid of that because studios are afraid of that. Like they're afraid. That you, you, there's probably one out there that we haven't seen because it's probably independent movie and things like that. Because there's a lot of independent movies that get made, like a Clerks or like a Clerks, for example, is a great example. Like it was, it was done on fifty thousand dollars on credit cards, Kevin Smith and his family, and just that. It's something like that where. I like to see people that write it and then try to direct it and then do things themselves because that means it's they're like like you know like doing a podcast. It's right. like I'm involved in producing the writing whatever, so like my hands are all over it. So you know you take it differently than you know some of those different movies.
0: So I just I, I'm I think we're in a weird place where. It's it's going to be hard there, for...
1: There is one I just watched about to watch the Mata Watsa trailer for. It's from the same director who did Thor Ragnarok.
0: Oh, yeah, the... Um, the little boy. What's that called? It's got a weird name, but basically the uh, the little boy's uh, imaginary friend is Hitler. Yeah, it's uh, Takia Watatis. There I you have, go. I have no idea how to say that one. Okay,
1: you, you got good? me on that you one. Cause, okay. cause
0: I, have no, <laughs> I have no clue how to Because I just pulled it up and went... Ah, uh, damn <laughs> because all i've ever said is uh, all i've ever said with his was taika watiti but i don't even know if that's the right way to say it i'm sure it I'm sounds saying like it a wrong. hawaiian drink right i'm sure i'm saying it wrong like i need one of those haiki key but what what's the name of that though uh, yeah, that's but... why i'm
1: pulling up right now but i love um I, I just i don't know i just it it's basically the movie's based on a little kid and hitler's his imaginary friend right come to find out there's basically an Anne frank in his house yep who's uh being um that his mom's taken care of and his mom's played by is it is it scarlett johansson i don't know Uh, that's what i'm pulling up
0: right now but (laughs) but it does look great i watched the trailer and i was very impressed and i i think you're right that could be one that we see and we're like oh man that's like you know i can quote that i'm I'm gonna watch that like three or four times type, type comedy you know i'm like um he's
1: making a movie about hitler (laughs) <laughs> so um and making it funny yeah and and that's what i was that's what i was looking at i think it's um it's jojo rabbit
0: jojo i knew it was a weird it's anime. a
1: 2000 it comes out in 2019 it's pg-13 um it's comedy drama war a young boy in hitler's army finds out his mother's hiding a jewish girl in the home um and then actually has sam rockwell i'm sold right there Me too. stop right Love. there and he's sam rockwell
0: is like the guy that's training all of the hitler youth basically and it does have scarlett johansson in it and rebel wilson's in it rebel wilson i'll always say great supporting act- actress to make movies funny she can't carry the whole film herself and then
1: the guy in john wick the first john wick this the russian son okay he's in this too wow the one who steals his car kills his dog (laughs) Um, it
0: starts the whole
1: madness yeah and steven merchant uh steven merchant is from logan um he's also from the office um so he's been a lot he's one of those guys if you saw his face like oh yeah yeah the tall skinny guy um or no it is that guy right there that's steven merchant
0: yeah he's definitely the tall skinny guy they make him look so weird in that movie, too. It's crazy. Like, he's got, like, a. I feel like it's almost like a ill-fitting Nazi uniform. It's really weird.
1: Yeah, and then my favorite part of the trailer is at the end, and then they let off, and he walks up to him, and he goes, just not a good time to be a Nazi. So It's like a little chubby kid <laughs> no. in glasses. Because, I mean, that's hard, though, because we've seen Hitler done, or we've seen, you know, so many things about World War Two and Hitler, and then good and bad and funny, and you know because the producers was based around that obviously and then you have um quentin tarantino's and glorious bastards yeah very fantastic nazis film. we're uh, gonna get
0: us some nazis and just the i know quentin tarantino like falls in love with his own dialogue but those uh those little monologue scenes with uh i can't even remember his name hair hair something but the guy that is uh the the very opening scene where they're walking into the house and he you know the people are under the floor. It's just, it's just very iconic to me. Um, <clears throat> what is a film that people should see that probably isn't that well known that you, uh, I feel like, is something that really mm. strikes a chord with you? Um, just Cause. Just Cause.
1: It's Lord It's Fishburne. It's Sean Connery. Um, Blair Underwood. Um, Ed Harris. So basically. Uh, Blair Underwood claims that he was. Um, it's based in Louisiana in the swamp. Lawrence Fishburne is plays the sheriff down there, and he is just amazing. And so basically, he was caught. He, his wife was involved in in, in the trial, so he's trying to prove this kid's innocent and that the cops made it personal or whatever yeah and it just has one a great twist in it you don't see coming so it's one of those thinking movies you have to pay attention to plus ed harris plays uh, on death row <sighs> shaved head, he is just great that's one of my favorite movies one that I was talking about just cause that's one of those And know one of the most um, we talked about the other day when we were talking doing true stories like if you haven't seen Mississippi burning that's an older movie I have not like <clears throat> It's Gene Hackman. I love Gene Hackman. Um, Gene Hackman in that movie is, we're you know we talk about race relations now, and, and not going to get into that political debate, but watch how people were in that small Mississippi town. Yeah, and when Gene Hackman rolls in, and it has William Defoe. Yep. love me some William Defoe. Yep, I think that's those are two that off the top of my head, and if you haven't, um, <laughs> the one that's really, and it's an awful movie. Um, it's made by um, Super Trooper Group, um, Broken Lizard. Yep. Um, Slam and Sammy. Slam and Salmon. Slam and Salmon. Yeah. yeah the Slam so, Salmon. So awful. <laughs> but it has one of my favorite people in it from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, Colby Smulders. Okay.
0: Um, so. So that's a good one then.
1: It's 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 that's good.
0: one I haven't seen. I feel like I've seen it has I've Will seen,
1: it has Will Forte in it. I've seen Club Dread or Club. That's yeah, awful. Is it? It, that's like it is bad. That, that is awful. But it's it's like if it, that's why I mean you can't all be like they super can, they super Dupers true was just them going to Canada. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> like film. <there> was no they <laughs> just in Canada. Well, cuz I didn't think they'd be able to make it. So that I mean that's that's one of them that I that I really liked was just cause because you have great act. Anytime you have great actors in it and and that's one that I watched and not a lot of people have watched it. Um
0: Well, you <clears throat> The Basketball Diaries, that's with... uh, Yeah, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg. yep. That's one that I think is very not well-known. It's tough to watch. That I liked a lot, that was really... I mean, it was pretty formative in my beginning of really starting to pay attention to movies and television, like actually really focusing on what's happening and trying to get an emotional reaction. That was one of them.
1: Um, There's... um, You know who Clive Owen is, right? So there's a movie that he did... Um, there's, uh, G, uh, Paul Giamatti in it. Yep. Is it shoot him up? Yeah, that movie's
0: awesome. It's so awful. <laughs> it is bad. He's, but it's eating, awesome. he's eating carrots. He, he he cuts an umbilical cord by shooting it.
1: Yep, and then he's having sex and rolling around. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "That's how you shoot your load." Yeah. And then oh, it's so awful. And then it, it's just Paul like Paul
0: Giamatti shooting like a Desert Eagle. That's like this yeah. the biggest gun I've ever seen on film because it's basically
1: mocking all those action yeah. movies. So it's really good though. So that's one that like people like. What's one that like I like watching some awful movies that are good um, there's
0: one that uh i can't find anymore it's not on netflix but it was like super cool uh special effects it was shot very similarly to 300 like you could tell most of it was green screen but it was like i feel like it was called ninja assassin or something similar to that but basically it was cowboys versus ninjas ah uh, and like there's a scene where uh a cowboy or somebody's walking down like the middle of the street and like i said it's on a green screen but like you see all of the ninjas like jump up and it's like in slow motion and it just it was really badass but i just can't remember what it's called and i can never find it like i've actually tried to google find this movie and i can't find it yeah i mean because we were- that's one that i think people should see because it's really good the, the action's awesome the story's pretty decent And, uh, I mean, it's a very similar or it's a very, you know, common story of like, you know, I think they're trying to save some woman that's been kidnapped or something like that, but it's just a, it's a great, great film that was like just on Netflix for like two years. And then I couldn't find it after that. Um, also go
1: check out Brittany runs a marathon. I don't know if you saw that trailer. Um, I watch a lot of trailers um it's the girl if you've ever watched um 22 jump street yep she's the main villain at the end that girl okay it's about her and starts running a marathon so it's kind of a good and then you have hustlers coming out with jennifer lopez where they play strippers like we've already
0: seen that i'm gonna watch it though because jennifer lopez looks banging
1: i can't stand her
0: man she looks good though jenny from the block who married a who married a cheat ah she looks good though i don't care about what she does outside of the it's the, the most stuff.
1: fakest couple I've ever seen that belongs together. B-
0: besides. Oh, well, like, they belong together. You, oh, okay. Because I mean, like, Bill Clinton and Hillary don't belong together. Oh, those two are so vain. But they're completely fake. Yeah. like <laughs> It's just, I mean,
1: Jennifer Lopez movie. Uh, I started out poor and they didn't know I was poor. And then now I end up, he loves me. No, I'm poor. The end. <laughs> they were done. I just saved you 14
0: bucks. <laughs> You've saved them. Probably fourteen hours of watching the same movie. I'm
1: just Jenny from the block, but I, <laughs> I travel with thirty people to go do Good Morning America. That's a true story. Thirty people. That's insane.
0: Thirty well, people. How many people would you have in your posse if you were a famous person? You've met me. You know I don't I think you wouldn't have a posse.
1: It'd just be like i'd probably be like me and AP and Moy. Really. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And they wouldn't. in like I, we would still all have separate hotel rooms. Exactly. They're like, hey, we just get one room. Like. Hey, like <laughs> i'll just whatever i'll take this single you
0: guys, you guys stay across
1: the street from each other um because it's hard for me and that's that's actually a great question is because i've thought of it a few times like we've been in some like i remember with we the new year's eve party actually with rb and then it's like when Smutcast first started taking off a little bit and we had some people listen to us that i didn't know right but they're going to be at the new year's eve party so i had uh Mollie come down ap couldn't make it And we were there, and I just remember, like, I told the story today. I was like, I went and sat at a table and started eating chips and salsa and, like, didn't talk, and then it wasn't real social. And then, um, Molly showed up with his brother, Jeremy's Asian, um, his brother's white, they're half brothers, and just blew their minds. (laughs) And I just saw, like, you know, and then, like, they were fans of the show and they were real cool people. Um, but, like, after I left, they're like, he's not, like, he's not real sociable. And I'm like, that's where it's weird is that right. is like it, people are like that and then and it's like I like go up on stage and tell jokes and then I'll go like be in a car and then I won't talk on the ride home right. like not because I don't talk to you but it's just it's just weird
0: you you definitely have a different like I mean a different way of going about those kinds of situations because like I'm more I'm more comfortable in those situations than I am you know going up on stage or doing like even the podcast like I feel more comfortable and more at home in the situation with talking to people just randomly than I do <clears throat> on a podcast like it's it's weird I'm, I mean I've, I can... I've gotten a lot better at it on the podcast but it's one of those things that I still like to this day I I mean I think it's kind of a good thing I still kind of get nervous even before doing a podcast like doing today like I I wasn't nervous but I I just knew it was going to be a different location a different area like it's weird because doing the show with RB, I was not nervous at all because I knew I knew exactly what I was gonna talk about. I knew that I had this list of games, I was gonna talk about these games, and that was it. We were just gonna do that and then we we're gonna be out. Like I knew what I was gonna do. Here, you know, I've gotten accustomed to johnny's been really good at being consistent with the show being on the show and uh i mean he's missed a couple of things here and there but i get it because people have family they do their thing and yeah. and, and i'm i'm fine with that i'm
1: the you know me i'm the opposite right it's like it's uh but you are more like ah, i'm gonna be there so it but it's different though it is you know ap is a great example he has two young girls and um my my two teenage sons are at a football game in martinsville and that means my wife can sit at home, be by herself, right. wa- watch her. Um, I think she's watching, uh, what is it, 13
0: 13 Reasons Why? Yeah, she, finished, like that show she finished
1: Handmaid's Tale, which it was weird when you'd be falling asleep and you start hearing these weird things. And you're oh, yeah. like, hey, what are, you,
0: what are you watching over there? <laughs> so, um, uh, Jen, dude, gets into all these weird shows. She watched this uh, thing on Netflix or on Hulu. That is a story of a mom that, uh, her daughter, she basically convinced her daughter that she was sick and she was younger than she was. She couldn't walk, like, basically all this weird stuff. And No, we watched it. Isn't it fucked up? Like, and... You know, spoiler alert if you're gonna go watch it's
1: it. It's based on a true story. So yeah. if it's based on a true story, nine times out of ten you're gonna Google it. Yeah. Or you're gonna look it up. I looked it up and I was like, hey, I already know what happens, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> and I wasn't and, and I didn't tell I didn't tell her, I didn't spoil yeah. it, obviously I'm not that person, yeah. but I was like it was I don't know. If you have like a traumatic not a traumatic, but if you have like a let's say somewhat bad upbringing yeah or not a bad upbringing but if you have like a rough rough life as you're a kid and it was nowhere near this story or whatever and then um you're like i don't want to watch rough kids ground going through things and then there was one scene where like they're having sex and then i'm just thinking like like it was such a weird sex yeah. scene i was like i'm out
0: yeah, uh I just caught the end of it. <clears throat> she was watching it. It's Jen has a lot of shows that she watches when I'm not around. Like but we have like kind of shows that we stick to together. Um What's your top show together? Right now the one that we watch um like basically I'll come home cuz she usually beats me home. I'll come home, you know, we'll have she usually will either have started dinner or I'm going to finish like cooking whatever she started or whatever. I get home, she turns off whatever show she's watching because I piss her off really bad because I'll come home and I'll start talking like, "How's your day? Like, what, what have you been up to? And then I'll get annoyed because she's one of those, do you know anybody in your life that's the TV or movie watcher that's like, they're staring straight at it, nothing, like if you're talking to them, they're like completely ignoring you? Well, well, okay, so th- that's a good point.
1: So when I, like last night, I got home from work really late, it was like 10 o'clock when I got home. She was in, she was in bed watching her show, right? Yep. I didn't even say a word. I just I went lay down,
0: rolled on my right side, patted her on the butt cuz I knew she was watching and yeah. didn't even want to bother. So so you're the better husband in this situation because I would have been like, "So what have you been up to today? How are you doing?" 18 years and two kids. <laughs> so like it's true which means that
1: if she's asleep and then i can switch the channel yeah right but if she's not because we cut cable so we have yeah um, we're all
0: streaming we don't have any cable yeah but i have uh regular tv no we have that
1: but i also have another app um it's like attu tv or something like that so basically i can still get i can still get sports center i can still get things like that watch i think uh no this, this has tbs tnt no
0: but i think it's like at&t watch or it just AT&T. changed
1: the name yeah. it was like direct now or something yeah. like that from direct tv whatever yep. but i have that we have hulu netflix and then and of course we have um the, the local channels mm-hmm. on the rabbit ears and stuff like that i always fall asleep to rules of engagement seinfeld and um Met Your mother
0: but like i said the guy will always get home will so we'll turn off whatever she's watching because she'll like i said it's all i mean I'm talking like 90% of the time it's and like, she'll make that noise and then turn the TV off and then look at me and be like, okay, so what were you wanting to talk about? And then I'll be like, Steph, all right, all right, well, I don't really want to talk to you about my day now because you Steph just will do
1: that. And I'll be like, she'll walk in the room and I'm like, do I need to pause it? Or if I, I'll be, it's like in a respectful way. Do I need to pause it? Yeah. Cause she'll start talking and I'm like, do I need to pause it? And she's yeah. like, no, no, you're fine. Which means I'm going to pause it. Yeah, and, and then because you know you need to pause it the show i, I watch a lot is is um the seinfeld show yeah. on, oh, i love it on, on netflix oh yeah because anytime you go in depth with comedians and watch them interact i think oh, i, I uh, think riding great. in
0: riding cars with or getting
1: co- comedians getting coffee God, riding I in cars plus I, I like cars i'm not a big car guy yeah. um like um like i buy a car i'm like hey it's gonna stay like this until i get rid of right. it i don't make too many changes So, but I like seeing these older cars, not the exotic cars. So I like seeing that one. But I watch a lot of, I've just been watching a lot of documentaries and like um, interview type stuff and more than anything because I don't have any series I really want to watch. Even though there's some, like there's boys on Amazon. That was good yeah there's that one but i just i don't know that's a lot of time to invest and i've actually been reading more books than i have watching tv shows
0: that's good though you got to expand that you got to expand that uh horizon but once again like back to the whole thing though she'll shut it off then we'll we'll start to have dinner and the show that we've been kind of just going to because it's it's kind of a show that you don't really have to pay attention too much to but you you can kind of play on your phone you can talk to each other is justified oh yes it's a very good show, yes. Raylan Givens and and uh all those guys. uh Timothy oliphant is yes. the, uh, the the main actor, and he's great. He's one of my favorite favorite actors. Watch
1: his talk show um, when he goes on talk shows; it's hilarious. Why is that? Uh, I think he was on Conan or something, and then he was just kind of mocking people. So. Really? Yeah, because he was in. I he was, seems
0: like he'd be a cocky bastard yeah, in real
1: life. Dawn too. in sixty seconds. Um, uh, live free or die hard he was great in that one mm-hmm. and then um, I,
0: my wife always got him mixed up with the guy that was in transformers as well but i can't remember that guy's name right now he
1: was that was the guy that was married to fergie
0: yeah that's like we both always got those guys confused so the last thing before we move on to other stuff with movies i want to know guilty pleasure film something that you watch it, the way i look at it is as a guilty pleasure is like other people may make fun of it or think it's dumb but i enjoy it
1: hmm that's an interesting one. I think that, well, a lot of my stuff, like a lot of people didn't watch. Like my wife didn't watch it, and my mom, um, pops, like pops didn't get it because they were into like, they're more pop culture movies. Right. I'm more of a, like, if this is a good movie and everything like that. Wow. That's, that didn't mean that is a tough one because there's so many different movies.
0: Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think like cuz when I when I even pose this question to write it down I like start to think of like my own answer and
1: Shawshank Redemption is one
0: Is that a guilty pleasure though? Mm, it, no,
1: okay so cuz that's I, a great movie. I didn't realize this till I was listening to Dan Patrick show and and they were talking and they have all these TVs in their studio so they always flip through and like Shawshank Redemption for the. that was a running gig it was always on. So but no matter where it is I'll stop and watch it. Right. I mean, that's, that's why one. I get that to me. If you can watch a movie on actual TV without, com- with, with commercials and then, you'll,
0: and you'll stick with it and you'll go through.
1: Yeah. I think that's one. Sean Shane redemption was one. And then for the longest time, um, any like, um, cause certain movies, Oh, any Marvel movie that comes on TV yeah. really also, I'll, wa- I'll sit there and watch yeah. it and I've is because those are guilty pleasures cause you've seen this so many times. So if you fall asleep, it's no big deal. Right. Um uh, but I would
0: say I would say my my favorite guilty pleasure movies is or movie is um and I I've I talked about this briefly on the movie review podcast with you guys but any found footage type movies I love those those are all guilty pleasure movies for me because like for example paranormal activity mm-hmm. um blair witch project there's an alien one where they're basically out in like canada i think and uh the couple goes running or they're getting ready to go outside to like leave because they're getting freaked out about what's going on in the house with like it's i think it might just be called extraterrestrial like it might just be called that and basically they walk out and like the guy's got his camera and it kind of like pans over and that's why it's like so ridiculous because no person really holds their camera like perfectly out to the right when they're talking to the person that's you know away i guess but anyways they like they're look the the couple's looking one way the camera's looking the other way and there's two people on bicycles and they just like get sucked up into the sky Ah. and the and the bicycles fall over and like then this like chaos ensues and i was just like that i just i get chills when i watch those kinds of movies. mine
1: would be one guilty pleasure in their awful movies is satire movies like um
0: uh spoofs of other movies okay so I always, like scary movie scary movie was one what is it uh airplane is one of them isn't it don't well, they like spoof other stuff
1: airplane but well, airplane is a good movie yeah i know but, but like you know it all started with mel brooks when right. i saw him mocking things and um, naked gun yeah naked gun things like that that are that are like i really like
0: naked like this is, i like leslie nielsen like this is
1: not it, like anything with leslie nielsen it was it was kind of <laughs> that, that was way so good. um anything like that because a lot of them are not good movies right. like scary movie i think it's like four when charlie sheen's in it mm-hmm. and then um,
0: and charlie sheen was like the master of those two because didn't he do like a rambo one yes well, yes. I don't even remember what that yes, was. Yes, he did
1: it. He did a Rambo one, and then those those movies are so awful. They definitely did a Top Gun one too. I think that's the that was, was the one, same one. That was the one. Okay. It was it was a Top Gun reference, and then it had a <laughs> Rambo reference. I think uh Officer and the Gentleman reference. <laughs> Officer and the Gentleman is a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, that's a very romantic, serious movie. um So if you haven't seen that one, that's nope. that's one you should watch. Why don't you quit,
0: Mayonnaise? <laughs> RB, just, hey, I just want to give a shout out to people joining that have watched along with us. Mark Fultz, thank you, Christy and Jerry Mays. Thank you, Amy. Emily Gray. Uh, but RB Hervey just said that any movie by by Freddie Prinze Jr. Guilty Pleasure? Yeah. That's who he modeled his whole, you know what, Freddie Prince <laughs> He Ju- loves
1: Freddie Prince You know Jr. what one of Freddie Prinze Jr.'s jobs was? What? He was a writer for WWE. No way. Mm-hmm after yeah after he left hollywood he, he was okay, a big wrestling so fan after okay, yeah but i mean that's a pretty that lit, makes a lot of pretty lot lucrative job oh, yeah, yeah um but if but i think other thing the last thing on that one is anything any interviews about anybody that worked behind the scenes on things like that like so i like watching like
0: so you like the extras
1: like it's like well it's like podcast though yep. like like you know if you're interviewing somebody about like what was it like working there being there it's the same thing i like doing that like so when freddie prince was talking about hey what was it like working wd i watched that one because
0: right. i just actually just re-listened because i was showing one of my friends i had told them that <clears throat> we were like talking about new girl or whatever but i was like hey i interviewed jake johnson we talked to him on the podcast Mm -hmm. and uh he was like no way and i was like yeah so i like scrolled through found it on the podcast and like started playing it for him and then like you bringing that up makes me think back exactly to that because he was talking about a he was talking about an indie film that he like he had filmed over like 48 hours like him and this guy, that's like a a, a great filmmaker, like a, of indie films, was like, "Hey, not forty eight hours. I think it was like a week or something. But either way, that's an extremely short amount of time to to film a feature length film is like a week or whatever." And he was talking about that, and then also the fact that the way he described the behind the scenes on a television show, he's like, "You know, I go to work and we might be on camera for like eight to ten hours a day," and he's like and all that gets shown on TV is that 22 minutes or whatever that they've cut together, and he's like, so my feelings of the characters are not the same feelings that you have, and the the excitement that you guys get is not the same that I get because I saw Rob Riggle just do... You know, 40 minutes of like a monologue of just making up stuff on the fly and just doing something. And it just all ends up on the cutting room floor, and we get like five minutes of it or less than five minutes, two minutes of it. And that to me, like, kind of flipped my switch of like, it's crazy to think how much we don't see and then how much goes into making those kinds of things.
1: And that's where the GQ thing I was talking about because they talked to Rob Snyder and he was on an episode of Seinfeld. He was talking about how he talked to Larry David. And then that guy's got to be a genius and then he was and then um and then he was talking about and then he talked about how kramer was doing a scene where michael richards was waving around and trying to block jerry and he was like he couldn't see what he was saying and he, rob was like hey uh, michael michael what was going on so he he's like well i was trying to you know my thought process in this scene was like i'm trying to wave a fart off so he doesn't walk through it yeah and then like and then rob Sanders was like, okay so it goes to show him like that guy's a genius at what he's doing but he's like next level genius so i like those behind the scenes like you know table reads and things like that so anything like that is how things work Mm -hmm. that's my obsession no matter what it is i want to know how this works and how do you get from here to here
0: i think that's why we we've gotten along so well from the the podcast and like talking about comedy talking about a lot of these like films and televisions and things like television shows and things like that because I am the same way like that's what got me sucked into podcasts was like people talking about making the movie or making the show or doing the thing that they were doing because maybe it might be a little bit different I don't know I'm not I'm not trying to speak for you but like for me it was like how can I do that how can I try to get to that level and do that kind of stuff I don't know if you do that as well but a little little bit or um, do you just like to understand how it works I kind of picture you as having almost an engineer mindset on it
1: well, I want to. I mean, I'm not. I want to know how it works, and then the only aspect I didn't want to know was like the social media aspect because it just that's the hardest part. But that's the part that makes it successful. But like with AP, it's really cool because um, we're doing something tomorrow. I have a project coming up um, that's going to be releasing <laughs> in October. This sounds weird, right?
0: No. Okay, I, I didn't know how to say it without. That no, sounds great. So that's what, I mean, I was gonna. I was also gonna make sure that we talked about it
1: so we're doing some video work tomorrow. And then one thing that AP and then this is why I love him is like at one point in time, we were going, we were going to do summer bash, which none of my footage, it all sucked that I shot. I, <laughs> I, lost, I lost the iconic shot, by the way. No way. Uh, it was the guy in his um, speedo. His mankini. Waving. Yeah. Well, for some reason, I think I figured out it was blurry is because it was the first time I used the LED monitor. Right. So I, it looked good here, but I think that's what thought it off. Yeah. Anyways, but he let me use his camera. And then, you know, and then like I've seen where we shot it. We went to his computer. I watched him edit it, added the sound, and did all that stuff. And I just loved it. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, and tomorrow we're going to be shooting some um, things tomorrow with him. I want to be shooting some things with him. Um, and that's where it's like cool, like something start to finish. Like when we put out um, some of our videos that we did, and then like, uh, did the you Indy, see did the 500 Yeah, did you see the Summer Bash thing yet? Uh-uh. Okay. So there's a there's a I have a part in that video the promo video okay right and it was it was like so that was the coolest thing was like okay so you guys
0: did did you guys put it out yet
1: um i or are I, you going to no 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 it's for summer bash oh, okay so they're, it, we're giving it to the uh um, okay okay so it's gonna be a promo video right. and um i think they're finishing up but like me and ap got together and then um like when we were doing my part and then we were working together and we were working on lines like but what if we do this well if i do it this way and we were going back and forth and that's one thing about him is you put me and him in a room and it's just like there's never like there's no ego right and we were i was talking to him the other night and which is shocking because ap
0: has a huge ego right
1: we both <laughs> i'm just kidding we both do but but we cared about the product so much, right. and I think that's why SmutCast was so successful was I had someone listen to an episode today. Uh, and they were looking up something, and he was like, the text I got was like, bro, your sound's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was the number one thing. But that's the part I liked. I like going from the, like, all let right, right, let's, let's write this. Let's shoot it. Let's edit it. Let's put it out. And then, like, uh, the final Smugcast video or whatever. Like, we did a bunch of different takes, a bunch of different lines on right. it. And then when we sent it out and then we edited it, and it was just like, it was hard to be sad because it was ending because that video was really cool. Right. And um, so that's what I like doing. And that's kind of the same thing is. is but the hard part is you have to have patience. And, mm-hmm. and I think.
0: I'm terrible with that. And I, I just want to put stuff out.
1: And I struggle with that. And that's one thing AP Tommy was like. You know, like, no, like when we first launched small, small cats, we took 30 or 40 days to promote it. And, and then we dropped, like, then we had three episodes already ready to go to drop it. And and that's where he taught me that. And then when it comes to, cause I'm playing Jane and he hates me for that. He does. And he, I and mean, it was like, Hey, I have this idea for this logo or whatever. And he'll send it to me. And I'm like, Oh dude, that's awesome. He's like, Oh no, collar's off. Yeah. And that's where we're good back together. And then, and then like I even, we, we went over. Uh, and wrote some real estate. We were doing real estate videos. We were writing yeah. those. through and that was like, and to me, they're real estate videos. But it was like, there's so much fun,
0: right? It's fun doing stuff that you want to do like that. Um, I mean, Jake Hahn, a great guy that's a part of the Juice of the Morning podcast. I mean, he's he's writing a feature length film. We are gonna eventually make it one way or the other. Like, I don't know if it's gonna be great. Talked with AP. AP gave great feedback. Gave great ideas. He was like, yeah, it sounds really stupid to do a feature-length film for your first thing. And I was like, yeah, it does sound really stupid. Um, but then, you know, I'm so my plan is is like to start doing other stuff, doing small things so that I can try to build up my education on how anything works. I mean, AP has a superbly higher knowledge about that stuff than I do. So I told him I'm going to be asking him a lot of questions about it because... It's something that I do want to do, though. Like, I want to make videos. Like, what we're doing tomorrow, just shooting guns. I'm going to try to make that an entertaining Like, just short two- to five-minute video. More, I kind of want to keep it two- to three. Because the best advice I got from uh, uh, Eddie Blake, <clears throat> the you know musical artist that we had on the show, was like, you need to... He, he was like, you need to make small videos that showcase your guys' personalities that pushes people to your show. And he was like... And he's really he's got a lot of good ideas on marketing and things like that, and he's doing really well in the music well, music industry. There's
1: a stat on how long videos, how long people watch videos. Yeah, I think it's it's very short. It's so like if it's longer than a minute, it yeah. better be really good. Yeah. And then um, my favorite video, one of the favorite videos we did was um, there's two of them. One is the the dating one that I did um, that we just turned a camera on and I, I just ad lib the whole thing. Yeah. It was a creepy guy. I remember that. And the other one was, um he was just, he hit record. And we were, just, he was just setting up the camera because we were shooting pissed or whatever. Yeah. And I just started talking and playing with my hair, and then like, I got a pretty good response <laughs> on that one. So, no, I enjoy doing that stuff, and, and that's one thing is now in 2019. I mean, it's only three months left right in this month right. and this year. You, it's crazy. It's not that hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard to do to make it really good but there's a lot of more there's a lot more access to it. Right. I mean, the studio is a great example of yep. it. There's three cameras set up and we can record a song in here if we really really wanted to. Right. So,
0: yeah, and so like kind of like, you know, not to change subjects too quickly, but you know, I'm I'm wanting to get to a couple of things that I wanted to get to before we got out of here and I know we've been going for a while. Um, the segment that I've kind of created off of just so i i was sitting there because i wanted to find something that set our show apart from others um it's podcasts are like there's everybody has a podcast i feel like everybody has one everybody has kind of the same flavor where my like, dog started one <laughs> did the, yeah ruby it's rough yeah <laughs> whatever that's terrible uh terrible terrible <laughs> but uh no, so everybody has one, and I just I, I want to try to set ourselves apart by doing the video, doing all that stuff, but I also wanted to come up with some segments that I don't think I've heard other podcasts do, which is Ask Me Anything. So I know that Reddit does it. I don't know if other podcasts do it. Probably they do, but I was trying to find something that was entertaining to me and then also might give some insight to us as personalities and even the guests that we have on, and then also like you being a co-host today. Um It's something that we can learn more about people and make it, I think, a little bit more personal. So um, I'm going to start with the Ask Me Anything. So if you had a chance to travel to another planet with the understanding that you'll never come back, would you do it?
1: And that one's hard because you don't know why you're doing it. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's a uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey leaving to save the world type stuff. Um, But, I mean, if I could take my family with me and we'd be all right, then, yeah. It 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 have to be. Do you ref- think
0: it could just be you and the family though? Like, wouldn't that freak you out a little bit that like the kids may not be able to grow up and like experience the, the well? If I take me like if
1: if you know if if I was able to leave the kids behind and, and I knew that they were a certain they're gonna age, be okay, yeah, then I'd probably just take me and my wife. If yeah. it, it all depends on what it's for, and if it's right. if you have to choose between if we have to leave to save the planet. In order for my kids to survive, of course, you know I would right. definitely do that one.
0: What if it's to leave? So you have to leave to go to the other planet, and it's not even to save the world, but it's just to potentially figure out what you could learn from you leaving, and you have to go by yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, don't, I, I ah, man, that's on the plane for a long time.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: No, I I don't really think I would. I don't think, I don't think I would because I don't think I'd be the right person to do yeah. that because I'd eventually just get bored and then start making silly videos and sending them back.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like my my thought process on this question was like the same as yours. Is like what what's the reason we're going? Um, my second is what we've always talked about is like I've always wanted to be famous. So if this was like part of that, maybe that's. Maybe that's how I go down in history and people always remember me. Like, you know, I was the one who went to Mars and kind of got it ready for other people to get there, that kind of thing. Or maybe I, you know, had some sort of crazy discovery that, you know, nobody else had.
1: Yeah. Or you do the the Bruce Willis Armageddon. You, yeah. you, you got to save the world <laughs> and then they'll remember you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a tough question because there's so many different variables in it. But if
0: it was like, what if it's just like, go to be the janitor of like space and you're the one just cleaning up all the garbage out there. Like, Whew. that sounds pretty terrible. Um, but I don't know. if I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Would, I, would I be able to get Apple Music there? The At question. least have some headphones. <laughs> get some Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. <'cause laughs>
1: no Wi-Fi. No headphones. <laughs> and then you're you have to wear overalls that are too small.
0: <laughs> and and you're gonna science the shit out of this situation. So you're gonna get back to Earth, right?
1: Yeah, but they'd be like, no. But you do. There's no social
0: media. You're like, I, right, I'm in. <laughs> I don't have to listen to dumbass people. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. I think that's a pretty good answer. I think we both are kind of on the same page that it just depends on what we would do to do it. If anybody listening has an idea or wants to maybe expand on the question, go do we ahead have, and do we have one time for me to ask you one? Yeah, that's what I was getting okay. ready to do. Is uh and then that's the other half of this segment is that I want to do is I want the guests to be able to ask their question. That's why I tell the guests prior to the show that they're able to do this. So what's your ask me anything? It's just us two, so. so I I think
1: is uh I'll it'll be three years next month since I've been a podcaster. I think you're right around that
0: range too, right? Yeah, I think I'm going on four or five, but I was by myself for the first year. What is
1: we're where, like smutcast ended we knew that which you know it was a great dynamic show that we had but like where's the end game like where, where i mean because like i said we're about to hit two, 2020 mm-hmm. like this uh, is episode
0: 185 for juice in the morning
1: i mean where, where do you i mean do you get to a point where you're like i'm not where i want to be
0: at i mean i it's, mean it's something that i i actually struggled with in the last uh year i actually talked to johnny about this um i was uh talking with my wife and i was like kind of just like down in the dumps with things i felt like things weren't really moving forward or doing anything different and we were just kind of doing the same thing over and over and uh i was like you know what when we hit 200 episodes i'm done i'm just done i don't care that gives me a little bit over a year left that i can like you know do however many shows that i want to do and i can try to make it as fun as possible till the end and then i can just get rid of all my stuff and then johnny and i you know had a couple of good episodes we had a couple of really good guests um i started to think of all of the other stuff that i could do that's not just podcasting like did it feel like it became a job not necessarily a job it felt it felt like there was no forward momentum and and Mm. i hate i mean when you talk about it feeling like a job i guess that's kind of like a a similar did you feel like
1: it was the same shtick yeah, it like just come felt the same and over and, it's and over. Like, and it's amazing how someone can do like a radio job for fifty years, right?
0: I mean, Bob and Tom been on yeah. air for forty mm-hmm. years, right? Something like that. And they, you know, that's the other thing. Um, was it Francesa, the guy that for, like, for the New York, yeah, Mike. Mm-hmm. And, and he had like a co-host that they like did the show for like 20 years. Yep. And for 20 years, they sat across from each other and did like a five hour radio show every day, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. Like, could you, I, I don't think I could imagine doing that um, unless I had something that I was really passionate to talk about.
1: Well, but I, I think if you flip it though, if that's their job, that is their job mm-hmm. to us. This is, it's not a hobby. It's something, it's something that. You know, we put a lot of time effort and in, into it, so it's not it's not a hobby. I I, I I hate when people someone that's a hobby just puts an episode whenever every once in a while and right. then whatever. But you know, I haven't missed an episode since we started in right. 2016. Yeah. I haven't every day that every time we're supposed to have one, I've never missed it, and it's because I took pride in that. Like, hey, you know, I think AP min, missed missed two, and you know, one one of them he had to miss because he would whatever he had would have killed the rest of us right and then the other one was he was and i think he was on vacation or whatever and then we did whatever but that's he still
0: he still called in
1: oh best bit ever (laughs) but that's my point though is is not a hobby is because if you can flip it and turn it into hey this is how i make my living and then i think that's different because we all have our money invested in this right right? and you know way too much and and there's there's a lot of people that have you know Started. I, I just had a podcast I was producing and ended after like seven
0: episodes. Or well, ten. that's kind of the average from what I've heard. Yeah, when it when people start, I think people have said that most shows don't last past five episodes. And then you've been through a lot more changes than I have during my that's time. True. Like, well, and that's what I was actually going to bring up is like the fact that it's one of those things that like people always complain about always having bad roommates, but you're probably the problem. I've thought that about myself. Like well, maybe I'm the one that is making the choices that lead to the changes. And then sometimes it's a good change. Sometimes it's a bad change. But like in my mind, ultimately it's always just progressing forward to the next thing and moving forward. And if the, if the momentum stops, then I feel like there has to be, I feel like there has to be a change. And I'm not saying, I'm not calling anybody out. Shane was like the most talented, one of the most talented people I've had on the podcast. But
1: all right. So he does his own podcast now, right? He created it. Logoed it, music this that was his from the start yeah and that and that, and, and this is like one well, other questions lead point that that's a, do you think that's the hard part is you started it you created it a lot of it's ran behind it and when if you didn't have a co-host you still ran it by yourself yeah and and you're you're right in what you're saying you, you might be blank there's everything can contribute to that but do you think that and we've talked about this off air now i want to ask yeah. you about that how hard is that though because it's juice in the morning and then so no matter what moving forward it would always be juice whether right. it's you or anybody else my was created by me and AP mm-hmm. I could have kept it going but I wouldn't have done it with anybody else so we killed it right um, so and I think that has a lot to do with the dough um, because well, someone's like oh you want to be and this is not a shot at anybody please no. don't take this the wrong way but they let's say they're they listen to the show they're a friend of this can be anybody really so let's say Bob has Bob the Builder podcast, right? Mm. And his buddy Jim listens to it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I love that show." He's like, "Yeah, you should come on sometime." And yeah. Jim comes on, and the first time he does, it hears himself on iTunes, like, "Man, if you need me anytime, let me know." Great, mm. I am looking for a co-host, and they come on. Yeah. And then at first is like it's all it's you know it's like it's like dating someone right. for the first time. The beginning always the honeymoon stage. But it's a, it's a grind because there's times where you work all day and you have to go like, oh, man, i got to do a show and things there's like that. There's times you don't want to do a podcast. Until you get there. And it's, There's been times it, until I get there and then I put the headphones on and then I'm with my buddies, people I care about, and then and then I'm going. Yeah. I
0: think like I think you made a good point about it, that, like me. I, I ultimately think that it's my thing. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I, I like I like to look at it as a good thing because it's my thing that I started and that I have gotten to where it is now. Um, I've had a lot of help along the way. Like I said, Shane is um, has hooked me up with a lot of people that are entertaining friends, people that I support their art their stuff that they do. He was great to be on there. Um, even Hannah was one of my best friends in college, and she had some really good episodes that were really funny and great. But it's one of those things that that's kind of like compartmentalizing it. So she, Hannah had her star, her part that was awesome. Um, you know, Thomas was one of the first people I had as a co-host, and he's a great dude. But the dude, I love him to death. But he he let other stuff bring him down to the point that it made it so that the show couldn't go on. So I had to kind of just get rid of him everybody else kind of moved on on their own accord and i i appreciate them letting me know that that's what they wanted to do they didn't want to be a part of the show or they they didn't have the time to do the show and then also have like kind of all the other aspects that were thrown in and you know to be honest like the the growth of the show has been great like it's been phenomenal um i've actually actually taken it seriously the last two years so like You saying you're coming up on three years, I feel like your three years was a lot more, I would say, productive and intent on what you were trying to do in those three years as opposed to I'm going on five years, but probably the first two to three, I didn't really know what I was doing and I still don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm at least I have an idea and a direction that I want to go with it and, um, you know, the... The people that have been a part have been awesome, but like I said, once again, it's it's kind of like my it's my show. That's the way I look at it. And because
1: if it fails, it's going to be like let's say it's failed or it's canceled. Oh, you don't have your show anymore, right? So like when um when <laughs> last Saturday, me and AP, I went to my son's football game on Saturday morning, and then uh, one of my buddies, Kyle, came up and was like, "Oh, look, it's a Smutcast reunion." So they know. Yeah. So we're but we're always you know right. tied to that. So yeah. and. It was nice to be recognized, and for I that. think
0: that I think that Shane and Jacob with the Thunderwolf podcast have a really great dynamic because they're very alike but so so different, and I think that helps them a lot. And I think with Johnny and I, I think we have a really good dynamic that people have even like that didn't really ever comment on stuff before have said like you guys have a really good back and forth that's different than what you had before, and we like this there's stuff that like I mean there's always people that don't like certain things whatever that's fine I get it and something that I've been doing recently is reaching out to people and asking them for feedback because I want honest feedback and like I feel like I'm confident enough in what I do and what we do and what I've put out so far or thus far that I'm ready like and it's so funny to think that I'm you know four or five years in and now I actually want people to tell me what they don't like because I'm really bad about if somebody tells me they don't like something i'm like well fuck you like i did that like i'm the one who made this i put the effort and time into it i'm really bad about that though that's like a character trait though about me if if people want to talk about getting personal and things like that what's well, i hard. have that bad character trait. it's
1: hard to take criticism but i'm re- like i'm i'm just no it's it. i i get what you're saying is because doing a show all right it's not like um, painting a wall right and yeah. they're like hey how's that wall look like eh, it needs a couple more coats there's a difference between painting a wall or doing something then you put yourself out there you're this you know this is makes you very vulnerable that's why a lot of people don't like doing it and that's where the criticism and or, or the feedback is great mm-hmm. um but the, to a certain extent or whatever it all depends on what it is like hey i like this segment i don't like that segment. that's great but like you know, it's hard to be like, yeah, I just didn't like the way you guys sound, or, or, or Well, and
0: I'm just, I'm just really bad about like that. A- I mean, that was AP. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the thing is, like the like, that's what is something that does need to change about me, though, and my personality, and the way that I think, because when I mean, any kind of any kind of feedback when it's negative, my first thought is like, well, that's the reason. It's what you don't like. Like I, I think that instead of taking it and being like okay well and that's what i'm trying to do now is like take that and i'm reaching out for that kind of feedback because i do want to change it to make it better i want to make it more pleasing to people now if somebody gives me an off the wall fucking suggestion like you need to talk in a british accent the whole time like i'm gonna tell them to fuck off like because that's stupid but well and
1: then it's also like let's go to the sound if you're told like you know 10 people say sound then but one thing is you then you have to fix it right And that's the problem is, is is the problem is in that one. So, no, that's my uh, in-depth juice question of the, uh, that was, that was a good one. We
0: went on a good little, little rant there.
1: I'm that's why I'm here for.
0: I appreciated it. Um, then the last thing that I wanted to get to that was a little bit deeper that might take us on a little bit of a rant for a second is, uh, uh, as we grow older, is it possible to never get out of touch with what's current so is it possible to get older and understand like this music still like the popular music of the time is good or why do you think it is that our elders always seem to not understand us and vice versa so we never seem to understand because people don't talk
1: people don't talk to their kids that's true um so like i have two sons and so music wise um colin Colin likes, um, hip hop, some of them will rap. I can't stand, but I'll play and listen to and look it up and right. then we'll go back and forth. Um, but it, it, it's real, but the funny part is trends come around. Like my sons are now wearing cutoff. Uh, they're wearing shorter shorts again. Um, and then they're wearing cutoff, um, cutoff, um, uh, sweatpants, right. which is funny, but they're actually buying them cut off, which is hilarious. That's even funnier. Um, it, 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 but like trends wise though is one I can never understand and I won't wrap my head is Snapchat right? right. I get Snapchat. You've seen some of mine. They're like hey, funny funny haha or whatever. But they some random person in public. Yeah, they text people off Snapchat, which I get. Me and me and some people do that or whatever. Like if you send a video and you go back and forth. Yeah. But they take a picture side of their face right. or they take a picture of the
0: floor and then write something. Like, what's the point in taking the picture and writing something? I've you asked could, several times. You could just write something. I was
1: like, why don't you just text them? I was like, I can't get into your phone to see what you say. <laughs> and Snapchat now, you know you can save messages no matter what now, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's one. So that's the hardest part is. But it's t- it's all depends on if you keep up with technology.
0: So And I try to keep up with technology. Like, well, that's the thing, man. Like, I... Growing up, I got technology. I understood everything. I knew how to utilize every aspect of my phone, every aspect of my computer, things like that. And now that I'm, as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm finding myself trying to, like, the iPhone has so many capabilities you that I don't co- use. Because you
1: stay in your comfort zone. Right. With kids, is there's so much boredom now. And, um, and that's what they want to know. I mean, I mean, I still like even with my my wife is doesn't keep up with trends in technology. A lot of times, just because she she'll try to figure out like certain things on the TV, and i just one like like babe I showed you this like nine times.
0: That brings up a. I'm sorry, we're keep going. I keep going on tangents, but that brings up a really interesting point. Does it not blow your mind that there are people out there that just give up when they can't figure out like if they want to watch something? My mom or they did wanna, that
1: when she was living with us after my dad passed. Right so it just blows my mind we have a um tv where you know you, so we have the cable box mm-hmm. ps4 and then the tv so there's three and there's three inputs we're running right so my mom actually hit the wrong input and she would put it on regular tv which it's not on that because the new cable boxes are run by hdmi yeah. so you pick hdmi port yeah and so she was just like i can't figure this out and i was just like i was on the phone with her and i had her on speaker phone <laughs> Just because, you know, I was doing something. I was like, Mom, you're literally giving up on pressing a button. Yeah. So that's what you're telling me right now. Like that button has beat you.
0: Yeah. That's like I think about. Like I think about that on a regular basis. You
1: know, diabetes, pop's death, (laughs) you know, all this other stuff. That didn't defeat you. You kept going. But that button where it says
0: input and selecting the right one, that's beat you. Yeah. Congrats. Man, I I that's I I feel like it's weird because I mean even like it's not it's not an age thing even younger people like my little brother and sister there's stuff that they're like well I just can't I don't know how to do it I can't figure it out and but it's like
1: alright so this is what drives me insane this happened the other day where I work at and um, someone's like hey um, they can't get into their Google and I'm like okay they're like do you know how to do it And I was like um I think you do this and this and then it was like well we tried it and didn't work I was like alright um, go to YouTube or go Google it yeah. and then we, f- we and and because that's what happens is people just give up like man I tried everything instead of like if it's out there and then you said this on the show I listened to today uh, the old smuck ass one if it's if it's been said or done it's gonna be on the internet yeah so somebody there. somebody's locked themselves out of their phone before yeah but and then and it's the funny where I used to work at um, around appliances and so they bring their laptop in like like hey uh I can't get to YouTube and I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, what do you mean? They're like, well, the internet's not working. I'm like, okay. And I, and I'll pull it up on my stuff. I'm like, it's working here. Yeah. Well, it won't work at home. And I was like, well, why? I was like, did you get your fucking internet shut off? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, do you have internet at home? And, and this, Wi-Fi doesn't just This is a true story. And the guy goes, this doesn't come with Wi-Fi. I was like, no, this, I was like we're not a cable provider. I was like Wi-Fi, it's Wi-Fi capable. Oh. I didn't know that. You didn't know
0: this just this wasn't just a hotspot like I could just get on the internet wherever I want it? Oh, the hotspot's even funnier. Oh my gosh, so that I've told that story on the podcast before, but basically this older gentleman and lady were at the Apple store and they were just um they were upset because it was not saying, the like it didn't have the hotspot symbol up at the top of their phone. And the guy was like, so you're here because your phone's broken? And they're like, yeah, like the, the symbol's not up there. And he's like, well, we're not at the mobile, like you don't have a mobile hotspot connected to your phone right now, so that." icons are going to be up there (laughs) and they went around in circles for like 45 minutes trying to trying to explain to them that 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 happened happened yesterday and and the guy kept asking so is your phone not working and she's like no it works fine this this lady goes um (laughs) she
1: goes every time i text it's sending out messages to everybody i was like so like a group text she's like yeah but it's sending to everybody in my contacts and i was just like what like i was like what and so I pulled up her phone and fixed it. Like it, she literally clicked send all. Like so, there's a thing on Google phone. Oh droid,
0: wow. droid phone, Google Droid phones or whatever. That'd be bad news bears if I could accidentally click. Oh, that. she
1: got in some trouble for some stuff. And <laughs> then she's like, I can't get my contacts back. And I was like, Well, you're signed into Google account. Well I can't get them? And I was like, It all depends if you backed your phone up. She's yeah. like, Well, how do I know that? And I'm like, Well, your contacts are not in there. Yeah. She's like, Well, I'm not signed into Google. And I'm like. It, i was like is that not a photo of you right there you know <laughs> you know when you click on google it has your photo yeah. at the top right i'm oh, like yeah. is that not you right there yeah. she's like yeah i'm like you're signing in your stuff <laughs> she's like well f you you can't help me and i was just like ma'am i i don't know if anybody can
0: yeah i'm sorry um but that's like so that made me think of the uh the Thunderwolf podcast once again I, I feel like this whole episode's an a- advertisement for them but jacob serber posted on his uh page about face tattoos or not face it wasn't face tattoos it was um tattoos are is it acceptable should it be acceptable for people to show them at work or not and i said i clicked yes but at the same time i added a comment that said you know yeah but i don't think i really would really feel that comfortable if the dentist was getting ready to do a root canal and you know had thug life tatted across his forehead like i just wouldn't (laughs) be very comfortable with that
1: well it all depends on those yelp ratings i guess right no, it, it all depends. Like if I if I go to one of the hospitals where my sons were born and my surgeries are done, and and somebody had something, I'd be like, all right, I know this place. This is a right. great place. But then again, some people be like, well, this place is going to hell, you know. And yeah. it, it it's a it's a chain. And I always tell people is, I don't care what when anybody gets tattooed, it's none of my business. I don't care where it's at. Mm-hmm. But you can't get mad if you don't can't get a job for it.
0: Right, and I feel in my, my like
1: I, I don't want a cop with a tear dry te- teardrop tattooed <laughs> right i mean he killed somebody already
0: yeah and, and how many teardrops is he gonna get in the yeah. span of his it, career it turns into a beard <laughs> yeah. like wow it turns into a uh, chin strap beard yeah you've been busy he'd be really like cool in the, like the 2000s and also be known for killing but i feel like ta-
1: i think i don't know if i'll catch heat for this or not but i think tattoos are overplayed now Yeah, because they were like for the longest time, it's like you're you're defined if you had to if if you're tattoo, mm -hmm. but like I mean, I have two, you have some, Mm -hmm. like like having a
0: tattoo now is not like taboo, right? And and the the way I go about things is like once again, you said Yelp reviews. I said, well, if the person recommended, like, because somebody started arguing with me immediately just because I said I'd be uncomfortable about that, their first response is, well they have the same certifications. Would it still freak you out? And I'm like, no, but we have dress codes. Exactly. I mean, like where I work out you can have
1: tattoos on your face. Yeah, it's fine. But, One of my top people that work works for me has right. tattoos on their forehead and they have the um, earlobe things yeah. or whatever.
0: But the, so, so my, my response was, was like, and I feel like I'm the best or I try to be the best at being politically correct because I said, my answer may not have been Right. But that's how I feel, and I'm entitled to that opinion. I could be completely wrong about it, saying that kind of thing. But you know, that's how I feel, and you yelling at me on Facebook is not going to change that. That's not going to change how I feel about it. And that's what led me into that question or the deep thought of the week, which was, you know, are we? Is there ever a time that I'm going to get woke enough? The way I kept saying it in the post, am I ever going to get woke enough to the fact that, like, yeah, this person is the Best surgeon in the world, but they like are covered in tattoos. All no, the I place. mean, like, it, it, it's, it's not, still gonna it's, make it's still gonna give me pause when I see that. Because person. most
1: hospitals have of directors. Most hospitals have a certain thing like that, and then you have. To, and this, this is not like gonna like the answer, but I mean, it's majority of the people are the older generation are go to the hospitals more than a lot of us. Right. And they're still in that thing that says that, you know, they may have
0: tattoos, but it has to be a certain way. Right. And so, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I just like it, I, I honestly, my 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 take on it is, is we're all gonna get older. We're all gonna eventually. There's gonna be a point where you're like, I don't get that. Like younger generation is gonna be doing something, and you don't get. It.
1: Well, and the problem is, is there's, there's been so many untalented rappers that have tattoos on their face, mm-hmm. and I think that's what bothers me a little bit. And I'm like. Like, what do you have on your face? Right. Like, you tattooed like Takashi the, the Six Nine had Six Nine all around yep. his face, and it's, and if he walked in to be like, "Hey, I'm here to minister," blah blah blah, and I'm like, "No,
0: <laughs>
1: no." I mean, if that, I mean, think about it, it. It all depends on what the job is. Like, when it comes to a doc, a doctor is a very trusting relationship. There's still people that will not allow. Arabic doctors or, or Middle Eastern doctors actually. Or
0: even female doctors. Female doctors. Or vice versa.
1: I'm not even saying that's right, right? right. Like, I like having a male doctor mm-hmm. because I'm a male and I feel like I can relate to him more. Right. I've had female doctors in the ER and other places, have no problem with it whatsoever. I know my wife likes having a female gynecologist. It's about what you're comfortable right. with. And when it comes to, like, especially with the doctors, you know, if I go to a, a tattoo
0: shop, I want him to look like a tattoo dude. Right. Right. But this fucking society wants to, like, the, and I'm not even saying younger than me. I'm not saying whatever. I'm saying just a society will have, there's going to be tons of people that will just yell at you like, well, your wife's crazy because that male doctor is just, but you never hear it that way. But this is, there's a lot of people in society that do say that kind of stuff, which is like. Well, that male doctor has just as much certification. He's just as good. But I'm paying. Blah, blah,
1: blah. But uh, it's not a free service, though. I'm exactly. paying for a service. Yeah, right. So if if I'm paying for a service, like I want to be who I'm comfortable with. Right. Now I'm not saying me. I, I don't. I, I don't care what you have tattooed or whatever. But I'm saying you can't still be surprised that people still want if hospitals are privately owned, right? And if they have want have people to be dressed a certain way. Then that's on them where you yeah. work at, but I'm not saying that like just because someone has an arm sleeve tattoo, like um, I just think one it's of fun. my one of my pharmacist buddies, uh, where I used to work at, I still go to them because I trust them and they're like I know what they're like outside of work or whatever, and I don't care because it's it comes down to trust more than anything.
0: And I just want people to know that like I I feel like I'm the most I feel like I'm the most comfortable like accepting like if some like if I go into a situation and then. I'm not comfortable with something, and then somebody kind of explains it to me, then I'm like, okay, I get it. So then we're good. I'm but not. See, and,
1: but I'm I've not, had bad experiences with. I'm not with, worried about. With it. ER doctors and bad experience with, with a pharmacy in San Antonio that almost killed me. Mm-hmm. So it has, to me, I have a personal conflict with it. Like, I want to go where I, where, I I know where I trust people. Right. But, like, you know, a school bus
0: driver with tattoos, I don't care. Yeah. Um, teachers that have tattoos, I don't care. I even said in, like, the. I wasn't even arguing, first of all. I was just saying, my. It has nothing to do with
1: qualifications. Was, they are qualified, exactly. but, but if we're paying for a service and like, and you're like, like, hmm, this is a little different. And then most of the time, like, I'm pretty open minded on it too. But I can play devil advocate. I can see why people don't.
0: Right. And my my biggest argument with the whole thing was like this person that was starting to comment was just. I felt like they were trying to argue and I was just not trying to argue. And I think that it almost made them more like get more aggressive, progressively more aggressive throughout their posts because I was not biting. And I've been doing that a lot lately when I'm, and I don't, I don't want to call it trolling, but I've been like commenting on stuff. I've been trying to comment on stuff and say like devil's advocate, yeah. but saying it in the most polite way possible without trying to incite Rage in the other person.
1: But I mean, it's, it it, 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 those places are going to cater to the 90, 90, 90, 95% that are going to come in there because right. it's still a business, like, and, and things like that. So, like, some, some places are over. I mean, I worked at a, a sporting goods store that where I couldn't have earrings and my hair had to be short Right, and then girls couldn't only wear one earring a piece. And mm-hmm. it was a Southern based company. If yeah. I wanted to work here, I had to obey. It. Yeah. I, you just had to follow the rules. I, if, if you want to, you know, like, there's still society where you, it, it's, I mean, I'm, it's pretty open now. Like yeah. I, I don't,
0: I feel like we're in a pretty good spot.
1: Yeah. But I mean, if someone's face is covered in tattoos and then it's still going to be like, I mean, you're still going to have that moment. I feel like you take a pause. Yeah, face tattoos are. I'm still not used to face tattoos. Right. I mean, I it's it's um, we've had. I know John, who has face tattoos. I know uh, Becky, and 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 I know other people that have them. And I don't care that they have right. them. But you can't be surprised if a job doesn't want to hire you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. Before you could never even have show tat. Tattoos where I used to work, where I used to work, uh, you had to cover tattoos. Yeah. It's the perception of it, and then is it right? And I'm not saying it's right, but you can't you can't expect everybody that's 40 to or like say 40 to 60 right now and going whoa yeah
0: Yeah. and that they're all on board for it yep um but before we get out of here you've got the movie review podcast yes you got another project coming up that's uh not officially launched yet but you are in the works of it Mm -hmm. um you know, the last thing I want to get out of here with is just, you know, thank you to everybody's that's been a part of the juice in the morning podcast. We've got a lot of stuff coming, a lot of videos, a lot of other content. Um, and I really want to work with BJ as much as possible because I appreciate your, your producing skills and I think that you do a good job. Um, I, am I'm,
1: I'm, it's, I like being behind the scenes, but, um, I do have the movie review and then the new project coming out October the 7th is going to tend is the launch date. It mm-hmm. is a new podcast um so it's a solo one just me by myself look for that yes
0: um but yeah once again guys thank you for joining us for another unpredictable unpredictable talk radio obviously because we're in a different studio you can find juice in the morning on all podcasts and streaming apps including spotify apple podcast stitcher and TuneIn radio you can also follow all of our photo video and audio content across all social media at juice in the am and once again bj i just want to say thank you for doing this i appreciate you stepping in at the last second being a uh, fantastic co-host that's what i'm here for kids all right man have a good one all right